Hi, Manifestation Mavens. If you are ready to embody your next level self and manifest your dreams without spiritual bypassing or platitudes that make you feel bad, you've come to the right place. Here at Manifesting Well Black, we are here to teach tips, tricks, and techniques that work for all, no matter your heritage. So if you are ready to level up, no matter where you came from, this is the place for you. Hello, Manifestation Mavens. This is a very special episode of Manifesting Well Black. Um, My new one-on-one group hybrid program, Soul Rich, it includes custom exercises. And another one of my clients also likes listening to podcasts. So this is the second podcast episode where I am taking some key concepts that we are working on. And I have put them in a podcast for her to listen to and reflect on. And this episode I know is going to be incredibly valuable for many people because people are going through things so similar to this. Um, So if you are a woman that is ready for more when it comes to your relationship with money and you want to go from just surviving with money to thriving and you're ready to get clear on what is causing you to just survive instead of thrive, this is an excellent place to start. Hello and welcome to the special Soul Rich episode. I am your host, your coach, Bria, and I am super glad that you are here today for some more magic. Let's get into it. Today is a reflection on the intersection of our personal individual money habits, our family, and beliefs. Why? The second two are family and their beliefs, they shape our personal money habits, whether we realize it or not. And um, it tickles me that I'm making this episode today where I am because I am in my childhood home where I see lots of interesting um, habits and or origins of my habits and ways of being. Like now they're like obvious as hell and they're, they're like yelling at me. Like no one's actually yelling at me, but like the origins... <laughs> They're, they're very quiet and they actually do not exist literally but because I'm starting to make these connections uh in in the origin of where some of my habits came from I feel like I'm being yelled at but I digress um <laughs> when we're kids we learn from what our parents do and pick up on their behaviors we also respond to their behaviors and we often do what needs to be done to be perceived as good because that helps us get our needs met. It's a survival tactic. So this means like when we hear arguments about things such as spending money, we might start to associate spending money with something bad. So we do what we can to spend less money to be seen as good. However, when we get older, We just remember that spending money is bad and we don't necessarily have a reason why anymore. I mean, think about it. We're like little kids, not even really able to make a conscious association. So when we're adults, we definitely aren't able to carry that association. We just have the habit. We just have the behavior. And like, we just don't have a reason why anymore. And then we see as an adult, the consequence of our personal beliefs. So perhaps, you know, following the spending example, like it creates a debate or frustration and you just want to live your life and spend from a place of confidence or trust. (laughs) And so you start asking questions like, why am I like this? Does money always have to feel like this? 
The cool part about being an adult is we have lots of power to create our future. Even if, you know, we've got lots of isms and obias that, like, maybe make that a little, uh, not as easy as it probably could be if we were a different ethnicity or different gender. But even with all that, um, we still have a lot of power. And, um, like, we don't have to give that power away to the past. Like, the beliefs that don't serve us or even the money habits that make us miserable. And the goal here is not just, like, literal wealth. So, like, literal acclamation of resources, but also feeling wealthy, feeling rich in your mind, feeling rich in your body, feeling soul rich. Um, so let's go through how we can reclaim our current reality with money by clarifying and releasing the past and aligning and recalibrating with the future that we actually want to live in. So start first with questioning openly. And with some intention, right? Because sometimes we be asking, like, why are we like this? <laughs> but there's a difference between, like, asking that flippantly and, like, having some strong intention around, like, why am I like this? Who did this? I need to speak to a manager. Which manager, though? Right? <laughs> and, you know, if we notice that we're struggling when trying to spend money, that's a good moment to actually ask that question. In the midst of your struggle, um, can you pause and ask why is this happening? Um, maybe identify what is the struggle. Like, you know, it could just be like, oh my God, I noticed I feel like shit right now. What's happening? What's going on? Um, and so in identifying the struggle, it could be like, is this a debate over whether money should be spent? Is this confusion over am I making the right choices or am I aligning with my priorities or values? Is it concern over not having enough for what you want right now? Or maybe concern on if you make this purchase now, it will lead to not having enough later. From this level of identification, then you can dive deeper and you can ask, where is this coming from? And you can sit with it for a few seconds. Or if it's not obvious, maybe ask something like, when did I feel like this growing up? And what in me is trying to protect me from this feeling? For example, um, going back to childhood, the association I have of spending money is bad, so me not spending makes me good. What in us is echoing moments of rejection as a kid or feeling unsafe as a kid with money around the topic of money? Yeah, what's, what is, what's being echoed? Um, and then also what in us is trying to protect that little rejected part of ourselves sometimes the back and forth debate that we have with money it's literally like you trying to keep your inner child <laughs> protected debating with like your your more aligned adult you um because like you know aligned you it's like well it feels good to you know actually spend this money that I want to spend on things that are of value to me but then your your protective self is like no 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 like we 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 fully recognize that like spending is bad because and we want to be seen as good like there's a part of you that feels rejected and is trying to be seen as good the protective part is trying to make sure that you're seen as good and then the most aligned adult you is like girl <laughs> 
That's not how this works. And that's where the debate comes from, right? But being able to identify that there is that like protective person that's uh, maybe not all together with it because she's not fully aligned yet. Just because she's, she's so focused on making sure that you're okay. She's so focused on your survival. She doesn't even know what it's like to thrive. And so it's our job to get clear on what narrative our protective nature is trying to follow and confirm if that narrative is true and aligned. So now that you've questioned and identified some more details about the origin of your internal money debates and what beliefs they come from, you can then start to rewire your brain and recalibrate your body. Um, And before I get into this, like when it comes to this origin identification, you know, when you're asking things like, where did this come from? You can also ask, like, especially if you're able to associate it with a parent, why are they like that? Where did that come from for them? How did they grow up? And what were they taught by their parents? And what were their parents taught? You know, did anyone in my lineage have the opportunity to thrive? with money period and that could be like literally like you know do they have enough um did they feel resourced and were they actually resourced and felt resourced or were they not super resourced but felt resourced anyway or they were super resourced and didn't feel resourced or um they weren't resourced and didn't feel resourced I I hope I did the quadrant correctly I feel like I missed one but um, you know, that level of identification really will help you connect some dots and, you know, help you recognize like, oh, no wonder, like, they taught me this. Like, of course, that was how, that was how they got by. Um, you know, and then also even think broader, like, not just thriving with money, but just thriving mentally, period. Did your, did your folks have the privilege to be able to do that? Um, and, you know, if you're just like, wow. My people were miserable. Um, Think about what made them happy too. Like, you know, recognize that they're human and um, perhaps identify areas of where they were able to thrive uh, from a healthy place. Because, you know, sometimes parents be happy over like the most toxic toxic shit. But that's that's another podcast episode. Um, But the more you're able to identify things that help them survive versus thrive and thrive versus survive with money or otherwise, the more you're able to kind of help understand why they acted the way they did and how that influenced and built you up with your beliefs and money behaviors um and then also it just brings back the humanity um into these people that you're reflecting on um that's crucial because sometimes we can get real salty i know i can um yeah and so with all that knowledge this is when you can start to recalibrate right Um, and so like, there's a level of awareness and it goes back to like, you're doing a thing and you recognize that a struggle is happening and it's like, Oh, there I go debating, spending a bit more, uh, for comfort and ease. Tiny me sought validation from her parents. She needed to safety thing, obviously, and not spending was easy then, but now it's not the best option for me. Then from here, you can release shame or guilt by expressing gratitude for your past self trying to protect you and the people that like taught you the things that you knew to try and protect you too. And you can say something like, thank you, old beliefs, but I am not a little kid seeking approval. 
I'm good with money. And because I'm good with money, I can spend it in ways that feel aligned. And this extra $3 for avocado feels aligned as fuck. (laughs) You know, like full circle of like acknowledging what the belief is. Being like, that that doesn't serve me. I see how it served me before. It doesn't serve me now. Here's what will serve me instead and why. Here's how it feels. Boom. You can do all this in like 30 seconds. And when you're getting started out, it might be like a thing where you're just like sitting in silence for like 20 minutes trying to figure it out or journaling on it or whatever. After you get good with it, after it becomes part of your normal money process, your normal money manifestation process, 30 seconds, like easily. Um, So just wanted to throw that out there because sometimes if you're really getting started with the stuff, it feels daunting. Um... But this is where the recalibrating comes in, right? This is where the rewiring comes in. Uh, Let me keep going. So from this place of acknowledgement and gratitude and alignment, you do the money thing. You spend the money, you set the money aside, you earn the money. It's whatever you're trying to do. In this case, it's spending. Um, And then to reinforce it as something good in your body, connect to some grounding or liberating movement. Meaning after the purchase is made following the spinning example, um, ground yourself. So either doing a somatic scan of the room to reinforce that you are safe or for some like liberation, you know, do a little dance to feel more loose and free. And basically what you want to do is make the mind body connection of aligned spending either helps you feel more grounded or helps you feel more free, whatever it is that you need. And then after that, you repeat it as often as you can. Doing the process of first identifying, questioning, associating, forgiving, and being grateful for, and releasing old money beliefs, and the people who taught or reinforced them. And then reinforcing, acting in alignment with, and celebrating the beliefs that you do want to believe. This needs to be done to reprogram your brain and recalibrate your body. Why? (laughs) As you do what I just listed above, you are going to create new neural pathways around the money beliefs that you do want, and you will strengthen them. This will lead to um, basically what I was saying earlier. And like, you know, sometimes this stuff when you're first starting out takes like minutes, maybe even hours if it's a really deep thing. But after a while, because you're so frequently going through the process of like identifying, releasing, realigning recalibrating you're going to be able to do it so much faster it's going to be part of your new normal um because remember the being good with money is not the absence of it's not the complete absence of like quote-unquote bad thoughts of money or even the absence of like bad behaviors they can still come but there's there's a level of awareness there's a level of checking yourself there's a level of automatically aligning as opposed to automatically debating that you will eventually get to through repetition and through reinforcing and that's this process um you're basically recreating new neural pathways and then the ones that you want will be strengthened and the beliefs like basically the neural pathways around the beliefs that you don't want to believe anymore they're going to become less strong and ultimately die off and this is this is the case for many people whether you know you're a neurodivergent or um otherwise 
And then when it comes to body recalibration, we are always regulating, which is really cool when you think about it. Like we're always regulating ourselves. But I think when you're more conscious about what regulation is taking place and why certain things that regulate you feel more satisfying and supportive, um, that can, that, that makes regulation be more effective. Um, even if it's something you realize like, oh my God, if I just take 30 seconds to breathe, I'm, I'm, I'm like so good. (laughs) Like that level of awareness and being able to like apply that in situations of great need, boom, right? You, You have the tools and you're able to, to support yourself. Um, yeah. And that's just, that's what it's all about. Just being able to take care of yourself in ways that help you thrive with money instead of just survive with money. So if you have struggles or issues with money, it's not because you're bad with money. It's not because you're lazy. It's not because you're undisciplined. It's not because you're reckless. And it's not because you're irresponsible. You are none of those things. You are actually great. Um, I'm in a really cool course about money trauma right now uh, which is great it's great to build upon the knowledge that i already have and you know we had a um we've had multiple segments about money disorders and there was a lot of beef around the concept of disorder um and even i had like a you know a visceral response as well of like oh my god tell me what my money disorder is so i can fix it um but some people heard disorder and felt pressed like that makes me feel like something is wrong with me and, you know, when I thought about it, I was like, you know, there's nothing wrong with us. We have the order. <laughs> the external world is causing the dis. <laughs> like, we are inherently whole. We are inherently ordered. We are inherently great with money. And then all sorts of external shit, like other people's fears, the media, isms and opias, try and, like slow us down and make us forget who we are and the power that we have. Um, And so, you know, I say all this to say, you do not have a disorder. You are the order. You have the order. Your job is just shedding the dis. (laughs) That That is messing up your alignment and flow, right? You are just repeating patterns that kept you safe in previous situations. There is nothing wrong with you, right? There are multiple unconscious mental and emotional factors at play, and you are responding to them like the amazing human that you are. And now that you've heard this podcast, you have tools to continue to unlock more amazing human powers that will contribute to your thriving with money, not just surviving with money. Even your parents were likely just surviving with money, and they wanted you to survive too, which is a beautiful thing. But because you're ready to thrive, it's time to release the survival mode tendencies from going to the source and letting go with gratitude. If you made it this far, I am so grateful for you. Thank you for listening to the Manifesting While Black podcast. If you are hungry for more manifestation content, feel free to listen to past episodes of Manifesting While Black or come back on Saturdays for new episodes. Or if that's still not enough for you, feel free to follow me on Instagram at yourcoachbria for more tips and tricks on manifestation for all. Thank you again for listening. I love you. Have a magical day.